1: Welcome to Music In My Life with me, Laura Wright, the show where we talk about the music we love so much, our relationship with that music and the role it plays in our life. What is it about music that taps into our emotions and why does it make us feel a certain way? Today's guest is the wonderful Ben Bidwell. He's a mindset and purpose coach. He's a writer and a public speaker, and his message involves trying to change the conversation around mental health and the stigma attached to certain areas within it. Ben also is a fellow podcaster like me. His podcast is called The Naked Professors, which is again about mental health and mindset so Ben welcome to the podcast you've already apologized to me several times and we're already the best of friends because we have a mutual love of dogs so that's we're off to a good start there but I think you are honestly the most perfect guest to come on my podcast to kick off 2021 because you talk about mindset and positivity and mental health and I think that is so so important right now and it is mental health is the phrase on everyone's mind. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being my guest today. And tell me a little bit about how you came to be a mindset and purpose coach.
2: Oh, Laura, thank you so much for having me. Honestly, like I said in the email to you, just writing out the songs that, that I, I connect with was emotional. So I'm like, I love this. I love this. And it's something that I've discovered, actually, because in becoming a, a, a mindset coach, um, a big reason for me doing that was just to try and uncover my emotions like i I was a fairly typical man through my twenties, and that i didn't really you know feelings were were pretty foreign to me put it that way um, and I was pretty numb, and I was quite happy with that um but I've learned in the last nine years that actually emotions are important, and uh, us men have a lot to learn about them and music's been a big part for me to help bring them out and feel and um and uh, get to grips with with my inner world, if you like. Um, so yeah, it's um, I'm just I, I'm really excited to talk about music and and the things that kind of bring me alive now because it wasn't always the way for me.
1: And you mentioned as well, you know how over the past nine years you've kind of developed that within yourself and and now obviously that's something that you coach others in. Um, I've mentioned as well your podcast The Naked Professors does that sort of centre around the same thing because I've seen you've had some guests that I would say are you know come across as fairly uh, masculine in their approach to life shall we say and actually that's kind of that's that stigma is really being challenged now I feel.
2: I mean, I, I believe, and I, and I've seen it firsthand um, in many cases that every man has a very soft, loving, caring heart. It's just we, we're in a society that's taught us to 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 cover that up and be the go all in on the on the warrior aspect of who we are—the tough, strong, brave action taker. You know, the man who who makes stuff happen. Um, and. My my message is very much like, hey, that's great, and I, I don't want to take that away from any man. It's you know, it's if that's traits that that work for you and they're great, then absolutely. But let's not also forget that you can also uh, be, be, you can be strong and tough. You can be soft and loving, or you can be st- like all these different aspects of you. There's there's loads of different parts. We don't have to go all in on just being the tough, strong, unemotional guy that can serve us at times. Like I don't want to take that away from anyone. Um, so yeah, my, my, I love it more, nothing I love more than anything is, is getting these guys who stereotypically are very alpha in their, in their ways and very dominant and kind of perceived a certain way and asking them how they're feeling and providing a space for them actually to to say, Hey, listen, um, it's not always exactly as it might appear. And actually, you know, (laughs) I do have a heart. There are things that I love. I do have emotions and providing that space for them to share that. Um, I think. We want it I think men want it that we're just we're, we're scared we've, and we've become really scared to share and to, to let ourselves be seen in that way
1: I definitely I agree with you completely and I think it's such a such a great podcast to have to have that conversation and and also not to be defined by a time period you know to really get into things and I'm sure that you know I'm sure that in the past you might have had guests that perhaps put up a little bit of a barrier, but given time and, and given that sort of, as you say, that space for people to talk and talk through their emotions, often we actually find a way to kind of convince ourselves to sort of go go that bit further. I know my, my husband's um, an ex-professional rugby player and he's had so many injuries. And in fact, that's what sort of ended his career earlier than it should have kind of ended in that sense. And and he's really had to sort of literally piece himself together physically, but, but also psychologically, because, you know, professional sport, I talk about it a lot as well. There's, there's a a real kind of, oh, there's a lot of pressure on these people, men and women in that world of sport. And and I think, you know, rugby as a sport in particular can really take its toll because it is alpha, you know, whether you're male or female in that sport, it is about strength and it is about sort of passion and resilience. And I think actually it's so interesting that you bring about those 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 emotions and the fact that you can have such a different emotion, you can be strong within a team, but you can also be understanding and, you know, compassionate. And that can be actually really powerful and I, I think it's such a fantastic idea for a podcast. Um and also what I found really interesting, which of course when I was doing my research on your lovely self, um that you've created this website and this new kind of space called Heart Space, which it's such a gorgeous name, and I was looking on the website, and up comes this beautiful quote by Brené Brown that says, "Connection is the energy created when people feel seen, heard, and valued." And I don't feel like there's a quote I've read in recent months that feels more relevant now than ever. Um, I don't know about you, but perhaps you could share a little bit about Heart Space and, and how it came to be.
2: Oh, totally! Thank and thank you for like it's beautiful for me to know that the people read this stuff and see it because. Um. Yeah. This, this. This. I guess so. Massive part of my journey was that I was the youngest of three children. Not to go too deep into all this stuff, but I grew up as the youngest and didn't feel necessarily seen and heard around the dinner table. You know, whatever I was achieving, like my older brothers had already achieved it, and they were on to bigger and better things. And I just subconsciously formed this opinion of myself that it didn't really matter. I wasn't as important as other people around me, and um, uh, it, it, as a result, I grew up to be to try and put on a bit of a front that, you know, make myself important, make myself appear of value so that I i, I could experience it somehow. I didn't feel it internally, but someone else could tell me I, I was important. And um I never really got deep connection um as a result because I never really let myself, my true self, really be seen. You know, I was hiding, I was wearing a mask, I was trying to be someone I wasn't. And um it's only since doing the work and and allowing my heart to to, to be uncovered, if you like, that um I've started to experience connection where I've really let people see me. I've let people understand all my truths, how I feel, what's really going on in my world. And when I, when I see them in the same light, we suddenly are, you know, we're connected at heart level. We're not just saying what we've done and where we've been and kind of things that sort of tick boxes of conversations, how the weather is. I'm now learning about them. I'm now seeing them in a different light. And, um, obviously there's, there's a, a, a meditation app out there that's called headspace. That's getting out of your head. And, um, heart space is really now for me a, a, a level of taking people into their heart like what's inside of you who are you really what do you feel what's going on in in, in your world and providing a safe space to let people go there share how they're feeling let themselves really communicate their truth um, not not put on this facade that we have to in society of being put together that everything is sorted and everything is fine here's a safe space that whatever you feel whether it's joy and you know pleasure and so much excitement or if it's despair and and challenges it's all welcome like you bring it to the table no one's judging you no one's trying to fix you but we'll sit in a space and and let you be seen
1: i think we should all join heart space for lockdown 3.0 that's for sure Because I think we're all feeling that way, and there's a lot of questions, and there's a lot of uncertainty, and there has been for so much time now as well. It's you know we're kind of all holding on to something, whatever that may be. And I say to everyone at the moment as well, it's for me personally, it's just the little wins. Like I have a daughter who's 13 months old, and obviously trying to work at the same time as being a mum, and she hasn't really seen other babies, and and there's you know you can kind of very quickly add so many layers onto your life, but then you realise also at the moment there's so many others who are struggling so much more and and I think for me it's become about the really really small things in life and and as you say actually those connections and we're all missing giving our friends a hug and and experiencing things live you know my world is live music and and I suppose my kind of next question to you is that you know through your own kind of journey of self-discovery as well has music been something that that's always been there for you or has it been really apparent you know in the last sort of 12 to 18 months in the current sort of climate or you know has it been something that's just always been there?
2: I mean it's always been there but it's gone to new levels you know when it when I allow it to stir emotion it just it becomes something you know, a whole lot more. I, I never used to even hear the lyrics of songs. I just used to sort of hear the tone. I, I had not a clue what they were about. And um, and now they can bring so much. Um, and I use, when I do public speaking, I use music if I can um, in that. And there are a few songs that just stir emotions. And I, I remember a talk I did last year where someone came up to me at the end and said, it was a it was a, uh, a, a woman and she said, I haven't cried for 25 years until you played that song. And, and no way yeah and it's a highly emotional song and I, and I know whenever I play it that it's going to bring it's going to bring tears and but beautiful tears you know um, I oh know.
1: definitely and isn't it about you know that's the great thing about music is that you could play a piece of music however long that piece is you can be in that emotion for that time and you don't have to explain anything because the music allows you just to to be and to sit in that place and and then when that music changes you know your mood and your mindset shifts as well so I think I think that's what's so special about it do you use it as part of um your kind of meditation I guess now as well
2: totally yeah massively yeah It's I use it as a state change you know or to, to reflect where I want to be and take me on a journey you know I'm using all the cliches now but
1: um, <laughs> it's okay I like cliches it's fine
2: <laughs> yeah it really does though doesn't it and and I, like, I I, I'm, I was really late to the party but Spotify changed changed my life because suddenly all these this new music was was coming to me and stuff that I liked and I'd never even heard of and I just yeah I've got more and more lost in this world of, of music and what it can bring me and I said many times actually in the first lockdown I used to write a lot that like I've discovered that I don't need much more than just time to myself music and, and being able to feel what it gives me. That's
1: so special as well I think for people to hear you know being enough in that place and you don't need too much as it's, it's a nice thing to hear
2: oh no thank you I'm grateful to have found my way to that space if I'm honest like you know it's it's nice recognition for me too
1: so let's get into it let's move on to your song choices um you said it made you quite emotional choosing them but we're gonna delve a little bit deeper um so as many people know listening I give my guests eight questions and they choose four of those eight and they choose a song that's relevant to that question for them so we're gonna jump into a song that reminds you of good times and this is um it seems to me with what you've told me and what I've read previous with your choices that this is a really clear memory for you so tell me a little bit about why culture Plays Fix You is just such a, a special memory for you. Um,
2: yeah, each one of these songs is going to bring up so much. But yeah, I, I, it brings up so much. Um, I had like a few songs that I always wanted to, to see live at some point. You know, you see them on YouTube or whatever and you just think, wow, I just can imagine the energy that that song brings to, to the audience and Fix You is one of those songs. And um, I had this incredible fortune um, when my brother managed to arrange for some tickets for us to go and see Coldplay it. Kensington Palace um, outdoors must be two or three years ago Um, maybe longer in fact but um, and it was kind of raining it wasn't raining hard but it was drizzling and it was in the evening and it was only a thousand people um, outdoors in this really intimate special special event that was for charity and uh, my mum was with us me my brother and my mum and a few other, other of my brother's friends and just when fix you came on it was like this is this is a moment that i've just wanted for so long like it just this is just so so special um that that the, the energy of the song like the community the togetherness like everyone just especially at the end the last part of the song you know where it goes into a slightly different slightly slower pace on a slightly quicker pace and just everyone is together and um yeah it's, i'll always remember it because one of my brothers friends who's quite sort of um uh, he's a go getter and he um, he got hold of my mum and sort of dragged her through the crowd and was telling everyone, this is Chris Martin's grandma. It's Chris Martin's grandma. <laughs> and, like, pushed her all the way to the front. So she was right there for the... Amazing. For the yeah, and it's just, she always talks about it. She always remembers Jason. Like, oh, dear Jason. She always referred to him because he... You imagine everyone, you know, people, she always, she, I mean, my mum was a nurse, she's very kind and compassionate, but she recalls and she says it with a laugh now that, you know, someone was saying, I've been here for five hours trying to be at the front, well, you can't just push past me, yeah, um, my life, but she line. managed to get These there conversations and, and, um, are more important right 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 now to the front, than, than ever before, so if you, it you want tune grandma, yeah, just, to tune in and subscribe to the Naked Professor podcast, it, which I hate to you're you recording it, you're not quite there, but I managed to just hold it and be present, yeah. so song and I'm actually really glad that I've got it because that memory is always there for me. Um, yeah it's something I'll never forget I'm grateful life would never have felt complete if I hadn't seen that song live
1: wow that's a big statement as well what a what an amazing song to to kind of have that moment to I'm gonna read a little bit of the lyrics which everyone knows so so well anyway and then we'll have a little listen to some of this before we talk a bit more about it um so the first verse when you try your best but you don't succeed when you get what you want but not what you need when you feel so tired but you can't sleep stuck in reverse and the tears come streaming down your face when you lose something you can't replace would you love someone but it goes to waste could it be worse so let's have a listen of this amazing iconic piece of music by coldplay fix you Oh, so good. Just getting into the epic guitar moment as well there. Okay. Um, yeah. what Has that brought back some really nice memories for you?
2: Always, yeah. It, it will always be special. Yeah, it really will. And so nice, you know, my mum's mom, my 75. She's not going to be around forever, but I'll have that experience with her forever.
1: Definitely, and I mean, I think also what I found really amazing when I was reading about this piece as well. The um, unlike a lot of the other Coldplay tracks, it was written by the entire band by all four members, and it's from their third studio album X and Y. It was released two thousand and five. Can you believe? Mm-hmm. Um, and only reached number four on the UK Singles Chart, which is right. a crime. Um, but also it was performed more recently at One Love Manchester in two thousand and seventeen, and. I mean, for me, I mean, that must have been an incredibly emotional event for everyone involved, but also to have a piece of music like that. It's just, I think people hold on to music for for very different reasons. And this is something, this is a piece that I think it crosses generations. And the fact that your story is about this memory for you and for your mum, you know, do you think that there are many bands out there that can do that? Because I feel like Coldplay are quite unique in that respect.
2: Yeah, totally. And they're unique in, in that, you know, they're, they're a band that my mum likes and I like, and there's 35 years difference or whatever it is. Um, it's just, yeah, they just, especially with a song, it's just. Oh, everyone can like it can't they I don't, I don't know many people who don't really and it's, exactly. just, it's got it's got that two parts to it hasn't it where and, and those lyrics are beautiful and I actually I mean ironically the whole thing of heart space is that we don't try and fix anyone it's like you're okay how you are so the the, the lyrics I'm kind of like but they, they're they said in such beautiful way you know they're coming from a loving place that they just whatever's going on for you like I am I am I've got you I'm with you and it's just yeah it's beautiful it's really beautiful yeah such a gorgeous
1: memory you've shared as well I I actually sang this song a couple of years ago and it was for an event to do with the Invictus Games which is um Mm. an event for ex-servicemen and women or serving personnel who have been injured um in many different ways through combat and there's like this kind of this sporting event for them and I sang and I was so nervous about singing this song because it is iconic but actually the power that you feel when everyone is with you in that space and singing along and I think that's also something that as you say but you know it's live music for you it was something really important to hear live but I wonder now do you listen to it with headphones or is it something that you kind of blare out on the stereo and, and do you feel like you get that same kind of effect from it now as you did then?
2: I do when I take myself back into emotion like I can't wait to put it on now I've spoken about it and drawn back into that space um and just whatever yeah whether it's headphones or, or on speaker like it, but it will always take me back to the fact that I've been there live and that energy that I felt and everyone's singing and you know you felt part of a community and oh just yeah it's it's like we're so deprived of these senses right now I think I'm, I'm a lucky one getting to have this conversation with you now because if we're so sensitized aren't we to this stuff I miss it so much you know that 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 feels like just it'll be the greatest moment to be able to get back into live music with people outdoors. I know, um, can you imagine oh. your
1: first live gig when we're allowed to? It's going to be, everyone's going to be insane, it's just going to be mad. <laughs> it
2: really will, won't it? And I, I I'm going to what... be one of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, me too, me too. I'm, not, I'm definitely not singing, I just want to be in the crowd jumping around like a crazy oh, person. Can you, I
2: can't imagine actually being the singer, like I get a sense of when I stand on stage and do talks and it's beautiful and scary and empowering and all these things but Oh, your first gig, being able to sing and people to to listen to you again. It's right? going to be through
1: crying and singing at the same yeah. time, I think. It's just going to be a mess, oh, basically.
2: Oh. <laughs> Do you know when? Have you got any ideas when your next one could be?
1: we've got a gig planned for the summer which is an outdoor gig which is very kind of like prom style everyone has sort of you know cheap champagne and and enjoys waving the flags and and just has that kind of feeling of togetherness and choosing the music for that at the moment has been really hard because I know it's going to be very emotional for people who are there so but it'll be it'll be wonderful I wanted to say as well with this song it starts with the organ and I was talking about this earlier actually that the organ is obviously a huge instrument but it's one of those instruments that uses air to breathe so in a sense the air shoots up the pipes and creates the sound and I think that's also a reason why this piece of music feels so calming in a sense even though it kind of ramps it up at the end because the organ is it it's like a, a breathing instrument it's like a living breathing thing and i think that's really interesting for people who might not know that actually it's this set of pipes but it needs air to make sound and i think that kind of adds something really special to the song um yeah let's move on to your this is, you've chosen a song about a love um so I again just like you kind of said to me it's the most beautiful song you've never heard of and this I didn't I didn't know this piece of music before but what a gorgeous song uh, enclosed by you by Josh White do you want to tell me about this this piece of music and what it means for you
2: I'm really glad you liked it, yeah. Because I, I just, I, th- I think it's so beautiful. Again, this is something I just stumbled across on Spotify. I'd never heard of the, 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 the singer or anything to do with it. And do you know what? I've never really d- dived into the lyrics, but I think it's, it's, I think it's about God. And I'm not religious, um, but there are a few lines in there that just, I, find just are so beautiful. Um, it, it really, it it like it brings a tear to my eye if I stand and listen to it and allow it and I'm very present to it and and I have no distractions and I take it to where it it can go it it can bring a tear to my eye every time and I I really try and save those moments for like precious moments when I want to feel I want to let myself be experience emotions um and that will be my go-to song every time every time um
1: is it is it a source of inspiration for you
2: Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. And it's, it is a massive source of inspiration. Um, It makes me feel alive because my emotions are so alive and I I feel kind of, I'm like, I'm so glad that I feel this. I'm so glad that this song is having this impact on me. Um, I want to use the song with my work. I want it to, I want to use it to, to to help other people bring their emotions alive as well. So um, there's, there's a few lines in it as well that I've, especially at the end, I, um, I can't remember now. Yeah. It says, I am in, I am in you and you are in me. And I don't know why, it's just that that at the very end, it's like, that is, I don't know if it's because I'm feeling the emotions and I'm like, yeah, you are in me and something is in me. And I hope I can be in you because that for me is connection. Like we're, we're you know, when, when you're fully, deeply in love with someone, you know, you are in them, you're in their energy.
1: You're and part their in soul. And, you. You're part and, of their soul.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. And do you feel like, because I know, you know, talking about, current times and and this past sort of year or so for everyone do you feel like that's been really hard for you to not have friends around and to not you know I'm thinking also about people I know who are alone and would you say to them that you know in your line of work as well that music actually can be a tool for for feeling that and for for going to that place
2: god yeah yeah like there's something that one of my favorite things in the world to do would just be to be present with someone listening to a song that brings out emotion and to share that experience um and i can't remember the last time i did that
1: yeah and also not having that physical contact like you know i was saying to someone the other day i was like i just want to gather up all the people that i love and i just want to hug them and Mm. and you know and then even there's the the sort of dark comedy side of things where it's my husband's birthday today and one of the cards he got said remember remember that's those times where we used to spit on a cake and then eat it it was crazy right <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and it's just, and it was just <laughs> mad like you know kind of blowing out the candles used to be something that was kind of sweet and innocent and, <laughs> oh, <gosh>. you know
2: <laughs> Yeah, totally. but it is
1: it's mad I think how kind of how changed the world feels at the moment but music is that thing that brings us together I think and this song is 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 amazing for that whether as you say you're religious or not I think we should have a listen to some of it and then talk Mm -hmm. some more Um, so this is Enclosed by You by Josh White
2: How can I
0: contain you When you contain everything
1: The house of my soul Oh, beautiful. beautiful isn't
2: it,
1: yeah. it. <laughs> we're both just silent like oh, no. I just want it to carry on
2: <laughs> I, do, I really do I just yeah I love it and I it's one of those I don't know if we if everyone has this but there's a few songs that and this would be one of them for me that I'm I'm almost like offended if someone doesn't like it <laughs> I'm like what what do you mean how could you not like and, and I appreciate it. there'll be loads of people who don't like it because it's not it's not known but I'm like no okay we're we're a bit less connected if you don't like this song too then we we're, we're not we're not quite the same <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think also there's a fragility in his voice and and the way that the production of the piece of music as well and I don't know if that's if that's something you're aware of maybe perhaps like you've mentioned way more now than in years gone by but the way that a a song is produced and and whether for you is it about a rawness in style or is it about you know do you like you know from your choices I can see that that male kind of fragile voice is something that connects with you but is that something that's conscious
2: or or not no and you're totally right it's it's unconscious like I I didn't I wasn't aware of that at all but you're completely right like now now you bring it to light it's like yeah that's I'm I'm really drawn this is going to sound a weird thing to say but I'm so drawn to to men who let their emotions be seen but uh, in a strong way you know and they own it and they can they're, they're willing to let themselves be felt and seen and um yeah all these songs do that don't they you're so right that it's men showing up being raw and emotional and yeah totally uh,
1: and I was literally th- I was thinking as well with regards to you know what you do and and actually what you're talking about right now do you find it hard you know, in the world that we're in with social media and, and connecting with others th- through so many different platforms now, do you find it hard to get across what you do and do you feel like you're having to explain that or do you feel that actually the people who want to kind of be in your tribe sort of, you know, find you?
2: Do um, you know, it's ebbs and flows. Like at times I feel like this is really simple. Everyone's getting this. And there's other times where I feel really kind of like I'm banging my head against the wall here and people aren't getting this. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that the, the, the right people will hear it. And I have to accept lots of people aren't ready to hear it too. Um, I had a conversation with, a, with another coach actually who said, Oh, I came across someone who's got a really similar message to you and another guy in America, except that he doesn't, he doesn't, he presents his work as though he, he says to men, I'll make you better in bed. And like That's mine scary. is like, yeah. And mine is more like, you know, I want I want to help men uncover their heart. And you know, realistically, you ask most most men on the street, "Do you, do you want me to uncover your heart?" "No, I'm right, thanks. I'm not sure what you're on about. Um, do you want Rosa me to make said, you better? Do you want in to me, bed? me better. <laughs> like show me the way?" And it's the same work, it's the same story, but it's just presented differently. And and um, I think I could probably improve, you know, my branding and how I how I communicate. Um, and that's I know, I was... but then
1: also this is the thing where I feel like also it's it's is it time wasted or is it time gained with things like that because you know social media we could you can go down the rabbit hole and you can spend a fortune you can spend so much time creating something but is that as important as maybe a conversation one conversation that you have with someone and you change their perception or you connect with them I don't know you know for me it's the latter but sometimes I think we feel like it needs to be the former and I don't know each to their own with that one but they, no
2: completely and, and I, you can get completely lost my philosophy is just I just show up and it will be what it is, and you know, I can't. I don't have enough time, or probably enough intellect to work it all this stuff out. I'm just going to be me and share how how it how it authentically is. And if people get it, then that's great. And if they don't, then that's great too. You know.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. We should all we should all take that piece of uh, that nugget of information home with us today. Then.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job
2: on linkedin.com people today. Hi, it's Ben Bidwell here, otherwise known as the Naked Professor. I'm popping up to say the brand new series of the Naked Professor's podcast is now live. We're all about having deep and vulnerable discussions about what's really going on and how people are really feeling and dealing with the challenges in their lives. Each episode features a round table of incredible guests. You can expect to hear things like this. You know, the father I was a year ago is different to the father I am now. Past months have been more up and down than I've ever experienced. My stress levels have been elevated since the show came out.
0: I've been working really hard to try and hold the good and the bad in my life at the moment.
2: These conversations are more important now than ever before. So if you want to tune in, then subscribe to the Naked Professors podcast, wherever you found this one.
1: Um, Let's talk about a song for tough times. So again, this is, you know, I'm sure, you know, lots of emotion attached to it. But I have to say also reliving and watching the video for this song made me smile and kind of made me... Feel very nostalgic, but let's talk a little bit about Bon Jovi and Always, and and kind of when this track came about for you in your life.
2: Yeah, it came it came about late. Like I, this was, I think this was a classic long before I, d- I discovered it. So I, I just I remember pigeonholing Bon Jovi and just thinking, yeah, not for me. That's not what I'm about. And um so I think I discovered. I don't know. I, I don't know. what I must. I reckon I was in my twenties. I'm 39 now, so I reckon I was really late to the party with this one. But it's had. It's like. Uh, just holds so much for me it's so much of what it like what it stands for it's a a guy like really rawly powerfully um emotionally kind of standing up for what he cares for and what he's passionate about and that's you know like love and and he's been rejected and yet he still loves um and uh, that's for me again that's there's so much power i i you know i see him in in my language you know from what he's what he's the message well, anyway, the message that I'm receiving, I was terrible at listening to lyrics when I started, so but that's what I hear from it, and just you hear his emotion, you hear his passion in the, in, the, in the in the voice, the way he sings it, but also the lyrics and it's one of those sing-along songs you know I've had so many times in cars singing it with friends um and it just yeah, I think it's the passion and the emotion that just just lifts me again. it's like this is every, like fight, fight for what you care for.
1: And would you, if, for example, this was, you know, the song you tend to kind of to get you through some some kind of shit stuff, would you have it in headphones again or would you? Because I think this is really interesting how people listen to music as well.
2: Do you know, most of my listening tends to be headphones these days, actually, interestingly. Um, and do
1: you think there's like a, kind of an intensity to that for you?
2: It, I, it does allow me to get more lost. Um, like I can't hear anything other than the song when you've got headphones in. And, and I can just, I'm quite, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm a terrible dancer and I'm still, despite having, you know, there's still a lot of work for me to do and finding more freedom around dancing and things like that. But when I've got headphones in, it's kind of, I can go more into my own little world and nothing else matters other than that song. And I just more kind of naturally move and just be present with the song. Yeah, but I love it playing out loud. But I guess I'm, I'm in London in a flat. I'm conscious of neighbors and, you know, um, yeah, with headphones, I get lost.
1: Definitely. I'd be exactly the same for me. Anything that's added intensity as well with headphones and it allows us just to focus on that one thing. And actually we're in a world where there's just so much going on and there's, we're constantly able to be contacted and, and we can never kind of, I find it very hard to switch off as well. And music in headphones is for me like the only way to really switch off and to, to lose yourself, just like you said. And you mentioned as well, when I was asking you about the piece and your song choices that you love that line I've made mistakes I'm just a man mm. um what does that mean for you personally
2: yeah I mean it could be taken so many ways couldn't it it could be like you know I'm, I'm, you've got an endless excuse oh, I'm just a man of course I'm going to screw up um but I don't I don't take it that way um I, I take it as, as a as a vulnerability as a human being that we're all yeah. going to make mistakes and you know men will make certain mistakes and men and women will make certain mistakes and let's not always be punishing ourselves for the fact that we've screwed up let's own it let's be vulnerable enough to say hey I'm I'm not perfect but I am owning this and I don't want to make this mistake again and I'm showing up and and like look into my eyes and trust me I've I've, I'm learning from this um so that that's how I take it I guess in in the you know the bad times of masculinity it's like Oh, I'm just a man. I've screwed up. I've cheated. I've done this. I've done that. Whatever. Of course, I'm a man. This is what men do. Um, But I don't take it that way. I I see us as human beings and and we're all going to make mistakes and it's okay as long as we learn and we grow.
1: Definitely, it's um, released from their album Crossroad, and it was way back in 1994. Um, Crossroad was it's the best of Bon Jovi album actually, and then became one of their biggest sale- selling singles. So it's sold three million worldwide, which is ridiculous um, by today's standards, especially. But let's have a let's have a listen of some of this this track. It's your song for tough times, so it's Bon Jovi's Always.
0: Save,
1: Oh, so good. I'm like banging my head around the place singing along.
2: (laughs) Uh, It's iconic, isn't it? It's iconic.
1: Definitely. And I think, you know, when you break it down in terms of music as well, you've got massive strings you know it's like it could be it from a movie scene in that sense and you've got these strings sweeping in the background and creating this massive sound but then you've got the kind of rock style in terms of the way that he sings and the drums are like massive drum kit but for me as well it's just all building up to that moment that we just heard and he just lets rip, and it's like this outpouring of emotion and I think that's so good in terms of as a song for tough times because that's what we need that release and such a great choice of music. I, I definitely am going to have to listen to that later on today. i
2: listening to all of them. They're all coming on after. You're going and to be a
1: mess, Ben.
2: <laughs> I know, I yeah. am. Yeah, I love that. Bring it on. <laughs> Absolutely. There's, there's something that um, I really love in this about the fact that I think, you know, I don't know the exact story of the song, but I'm remembering the video as well. It sounded like he got rejected or a woman had walked out of his life. I don't know what mistake he'd made, but, you know, obviously he'd lost her. And I just, there's something that I really love the fact that he's saying, listen, I, I know you've gone, but you're going to, I'm going to love you always. Like you're, I'm uh, like, I'm, there's no pride. There's no ego. There's no like, Oh, screw you. Which I think is such an easy thing to do, particularly as men who don't want to get rejected. It's like, Oh yeah, she's an idiot. She's or whatever. She made me do it or whatever. It's like, no, like you might've gone, but I'm not, I'm, I'm, I still love you. And I remember all these times and all these special things about you and uh there's I don't know there's something I love about that it's beautiful and I from my own perspective I never wanted to get rejected in my 20s never like it was and I would make up every excuse and pretend that it was my decision all the rest of it or whatever and now it's you know I, I welcome a rejection and I'll because if I tried you know I tried I think also up.
1: it comes into play even younger than that. Like I remember when you'd be, you know, if you were kind of messaging someone or text someone, it was always about kind of who's in control or who's, you know, it was never kind of, a alla- you were never allowed to sort of, or you felt that you were never allowed to kind of, um, drop the barriers in that sense and and be kind of be honest I guess and that's something that actually as you say you know we learn as we get a bit older that being honest actually is is really quite powerful um and also I think you know you don't like you say you don't necessarily expect a song like that from you know a band like that necessarily um and I and I also feel like we haven't heard music like that in quite some time as well um I feel like, I was trying to think, I feel like the closest is maybe the music in A Star Is Born, like the latest version of the movie where you've got Bradley Cooper and, you know, Lady Gaga and just kind of singing their heart out and and the fact that it's not a perfect love story and that's kind of what makes it what makes it such an iconic movie as well. Um but I feel like I couldn't really think of anything else. So I think we right. need to bring bring this this track back into the forefront of people's minds. But make it
2: happen,
1: Nora? <laughs> Let's make it happen.
2: Okay.
1: Thank you. <laughs> um okay this is your last choice that we're gonna listen to. So this is a song that's always been with you. Um tell me about this. Again, an absolute oh killer of a song.
2: Uh, um Oh, that's the right way, isn't it? The killers. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> Terrible. My no, name. but it's like it's it. Yeah, that's it. It's by the killers. Um, I, yeah, this this is again. I think it's just a bonding song for me. Like it'll always be with me because I think if I hear this song, I think there's just so many times it's united me with so many people. Um, I, this, <laughs> some of my favourite memories of of my young childhood were I don't know, Laura. Maybe whether you were over there, but there's the time on the Sunday evenings in the picture and piano in Fulham. And it was every Sunday, just the you get a similar kind of people. And every time this, this song was always kind of the, the sort of pillar. This was like the, the peak of the, the night for me in a way. And um, it just, you know, it was... Everyone
1: kind of loses themselves when it yeah. comes to...
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I don't know, like, I feel this is going to sound awful, but I think, you know, tops would come off and they'd be swinging around the heads, <laughs> and everyone would be like, yeah, this is like, it's just, you know, it was just wild kind of celebrations of just having an amazing time. And this song was kind of the pillar of that
1: and I think don't you feel like anyone whoever was next to you you'd grab them you yes. know and you kind of jump with them and it, I think yeah. that's that's something again that feels so so very distant at the moment <laughs> but also just just that kind of almost like at a wedding and everyone's you know everyone's on the dance floor and it doesn't matter who's next to you it doesn't matter if you don't know them really well but it's just that you have that that moment in common and that music in common and it's it's all of you together. I think that's so special. And you've mentioned as well, when you were telling me about this song, um, people in the sunshine at Hyde Park as well.
2: Oh God, yeah. It's just probably the best outdoor concert I've ever been to. It's that the the British Daylight event or whatever they do at Hyde Park outdoors in the summer. I think it was June, two years ago. Um, And it was just like the perfect sunset coming down. I was with amazing friends, an ex-girlfriend. And just like, wow. You know, especially looking back now, you're like... What a time to be alive! You know, it was just incredible. Um, in fact, it must be three or four years ago, actually. But yeah, just hundred thousand people uniting to this song, bringing everyone together. Like you said, it didn't matter; we were all one. You know, that the song brought us all together. Um, and this is one of the songs that I really feel does that for me in a way. It's just again, it's iconic. It's powerful. It's just yeah, just it's energy. You know. I love that.
1: Let's listen to it now and go back to that place. And also, let's think about the next time, which won't be too far away. We hope that we'll all be able to do that and have a dance together. So, let's listen to The Killer's Mr. Brightside. so good. (laughs) Do
2: you know what I was thinking? Well, as as that was going on, I'm like, like, I'm so glad this isn't on video but then I'm like oh actually do you know what it'd be probably be amazing video content for you guys seeing what songs do to people because I have my arm in the air I was like oh this is epic.
1: I know <laughs> I keep saying we need to film we need to film these podcasts because, yeah. just because of people's reaction like totally. it's so good it's so good yeah. and I mean also what baffles me is this was released in 2004 which makes me feel old oh, wow <laughs> Um. yeah I know can you believe from their album Hot Fuss and it was recorded at slightly before that it, between 2001 and three i think also it has to be kind of one of the most covered songs that i can think of but there's just that guitar riff and everyone knows immediately that it's this song and everyone gets up and i think it's just it is such a great piece of music what a great choice um Also Brandon Flowers who obviously wrote the song he said that he wrote the lyrics at the end of his first serious relationship when he was 19 or 20 and he was living in a room that he rented from his sister for $200 a month at the time and it just inspiration kind of hit him and Mm. he you know he kind of wanted to write it out on a on a piece of paper with a pen and he said he wasn't really you know writing on a cell phone yet because you know you don't that wasn't that wasn't the thing at the time and that makes me think as well that there's something really special when you write things down with a pen and paper or a pencil and it feels like it's more I think it it feels like it stays for longer in your mind and in your memory whereas obviously now I think when I've had to write letters out now with a pen my hand gets kind of really sore really quickly because I don't know how to write anymore I don't know about you but do you not think it's quite a sad thing that we don't we don't do that as much now
2: no, we don't. And you're right. And I use my phone for everything, you know, my notes. And it is sad, isn't it? There's something extra special about receiving a handwritten card or letter or something, isn't it? Someone's actually put pen to paper. Um, it's different. Yeah. And it's beautiful that to think that he did that and he sat down and he wrote it and, you know, he crossed it out and rewrote it again. It's just there's more authenticity, isn't there?
1: definitely and to be 19 or 20 to write a song like that as well yeah. i think incredible and he says uh, allegedly took you know a lot of inspiration from the late great david bowie as well for the like the rhythm of the lyrics you've got that da 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 Da, 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 da. And it's the way that the lyrics are written to have that repetitive rhythm that I think gives that song so much energy as well because you just keep hearing the same rhythm over and over again, and then it, you know, the instrumentation behind it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I feel like that's when when it changes is that moment in the chorus, which is when everyone kind of you know jumps up and goes absolutely yeah. mad
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. oh. oh it's making me oh. miss it so much <laughs> I know what we're we
2: doing is, oh, it's torture isn't it I know, I know. Time. give us just, time exactly. it will be back Yeah, we'll be back and this summer maybe we'll be singing along to Mr Brightside outside uh, yes and...
1: oh my goodness yes oh, so God. um that leaves only one thing to do which is to make a suggestion of a song for you Ben now mm-hmm. this is the nicest part for you you can sit back and relax but for me it's always the scariest bit because I feel like I have to sort of suggest a song that hopefully you don't know, but hopefully you will like. Um, And I'm always trying my absolute best, but you have to say if it's not something that you genuinely have a feeling for, um, but you also have to promise me you'll go and listen to it in full afterwards. So we mentioned, I mentioned earlier that, you know, you kind of seem to have a strong pull towards like a kind of male, fragile voice. And I've chosen, um, I haven't chosen a female voice, and I've also realised that there's quite a lot of strings in the background in some of your pieces, and and also that the lyrics actually now in your life feel quite important, and and also that they have a realism to them, so kind of a, a real life narrative as well and, and and life experience. um So I've kind of gone along that track, and I've gone with one of my favourite tracks by Niz Loppy, um, who are an alternative duo, uh, if you don't know them. It's from the album Half These Songs Are About You and it was released back in 2004. So, you know, same year as um, Mr. Brightside came out. And I'm going to read some of the lyrics to you and then we'll have a little listen. You can see what you think. Amazing. So the lyrics go, They go for you with their love and fear. They go being and never disappear. If you rub yourself along now, you'll get down to their kind of emotion, straight to your heart sweet doll, straight to your heart you've got to love and forgive or you can't breathe you've got to search and be with or you can't breathe so that's just some of the lyrics but let's have a little listen you can see what you think so this is nisloppy with girls
2: love it
1: yeah
2: <laughs> I really I can't wait to listen to it yeah like as soon as I heard his voice like it was like yeah that's uh, it feels actually really familiar his voice but I have never heard of them
1: you'd I'd know you definitely know their song called JCB ah
2: okay maybe yeah. that's where I've heard it okay because I recognize the voice for sure um and then I heard the violin in the back which I really loved I did hear a violin in the back didn't
1: I yes you did <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um
2: and uh, yeah I just that's exactly my kind of music Beautiful. And I love, there's nothing, well, that's a big call. Cool, I was going to say, there's nothing I love more than discovering new music that I love. It just because it brings, it's like so exciting. It almost gives me energy for the day when I'm like, I found this new song. I love it. I can't wait to hear it again. And just desperately trying not to overplay it so I don't ruin it.
1: Well, and also, um, it's something really kind of, I think, for you know, when you discover a song yourself as well, sometimes you're like, you feel like no one else knows about it. And you're like, oh, this is so cool. I can't wait. You know, I'll exchange music with, Um, with my husband or with my friends all the time and be like oh have you heard this did it and they're like yeah yeah I know that one you're like yeah but I found it and I discovered it and it's It's exciting
2: (laughs) absolutely yeah Yeah. so can I claim this now
1: you can claim it it is yours to claim enjoy it and uh, all that leaves me to say is thank you so so much for sharing with me and everyone listening you know some really personal and special memories for you about music in your life I really appreciate it it's been such a pleasure
2: Oh Laura, I sat here smiling the whole way, it's beautiful, I'm really (laughs) grateful, so thank you, thank you for having me, giving me the space, I can't wait to share this and let people into my world of music.
1: Yeah, amazing. Thanks Ren, we'll talk to you you, soon. Thank you Laura,
2: thank you very much.
1: I really hope you've enjoyed today's podcast, and I'd love to hear about your favourite piece of music, so make sure you pop a comment on Apple Reviews with your song choice and the story behind it. I'm going to be reading out some of your stories in an upcoming Minnesota. Also, we've now put our guest song choices in the show notes. So if you want to hear any of their songs again, you can find them there. Thanks so much, guys, and see you next time. Normally, being
0: a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra.